In today's solo, I'm going to talk about how some dead rats from the 70s are going to set you free. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the Do Zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Hurt people hurt people. Dustin Johnson. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. I want to talk to you today about addiction. And this addiction could be any type of addiction, really. It could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be toxic relationships. It could be an addiction to avoiding responsibility. It could be an addiction to always doing the wrong thing. It could be an addiction to analysis paralysis. It could be an addiction to unhealthy behaviors of any kind. And I'm going to talk about why that matters. And we're going to talk about some science that backs it up. And so in order to do that, we need to go back to the 70s. So, uh, you know, put on your Uh, oversized collars and your bell bottoms, and let's take a trip. Because the science of the time about addiction basically said that, well, drugs are lethal, and if you start taking drugs, eventually it's going to lead to addiction, which is going to kill you. And you're probably addicted to that drug because your brain was hardwired that way, or you just weren't raised right. And you don't have enough morals to make the right choices. That was scientifically proven at the time by a handful of studies with rats. So uh, what they did was they would take a rat, one rat, and they would put it in a cage, a very small cage, big enough for a rat. And they would have two bottles available. One bottle with clean water. And the second bottle... with water laced with heroin. That's right, heroin. One of the strongest drugs available. Sorry about that. And so these rats, they would put them in one at a time. And as they were watching these rats and seeing what they were doing, eventually all of the rats would go and find the heroin-laced bottle, and they would say, whoa, this is good. And then they would drink it, and then they would overdose and die. Every single time. Every rat found the heroin and just lapped that up until their brain melted and they collapsed and died. And so what they did was they decided, the scientists said, oh, well, that obviously scientifically proves that drugs are lethal and addictive, and the only way to... Uh, not die from an overdose is to just never take drugs at all. I promise I'm getting to the point here and what it has to do with business, but you got to stick with me and you got to think like a little bit more fourth dimensionally, okay? And so uh, there's this, there's the uh, the antithesis of that science was another scientist. His name was Dr. Bruce Alexander. And Dr. Bruce, uh, he said, well, wait a minute, guys. That might be true, but... We need to test some assumptions. 
I want to try something a little bit different. And so what he did is he constructed a different kind of cage. And he called this cage Rat Park. Well, I don't think he did, but later we started calling it Rat Park when we refer to this study. Didn't get much attention at first. But what he did was instead of creating a single cage for a single rat and only putting water and water laced with heroin in it, he created a much larger cage, and he called it Rat Park, again, like I said. And there were ball pits that you could play in. There were running wheels that you could jump on and exercise. There was plenty of wide open space that you could roam around. This was a co-ed cage, so if you wanted to find you some rat honeys, you could go and do that and, uh, you know, didn't, didn't mind. Uh, nobody cared. Nobody stopped you from making any rat babies. Uh, and, oh, by the way, uh, in this cage, there also was a bottle of water and a bottle of water laced with heroin. But the results of the experiment came out differently. The results of this experiment, there were like 16 to 20 rats in each cage every time they did this. The results of this experiment was almost none of the rats really drank any of the heroin-laced water. Uh, some of them did, but always kind of intermittently, every once in a while, kind of in moderation. Kind of like, yeah, you know, I need a little pick-me-up here or something like that. And then, you know, hey, wait for me, guys. And they ran off to be with their friends again. A lot of the rats didn't do it at all. Some of them every once in a while. None of them, not a single rat, overdosed and died. And I'm telling you this story because the result of the time, the science of the time said, well, either your brain is hardwired for addiction or... You were not raised right, and you have a moral issue that is leading you to addiction. Nature versus nurture. It's one of the two. But what Dr. Bruce's experiment showed was, it's not your brain. It's not your morals. It's your cage. And that really, as soon as I heard this study, I heard about this study, it was talking about drug addiction. But as soon as I heard it, I started thinking immediately about the cages that we create for ourselves as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as husbands and wives, as leaders of our families or our businesses. What kind of cage are we in? Last time I checked, I don't have any you know, non-humanoid uh, listeners to this podcast. If I do, please chime in. I'd love to hear from you in whatever language you speak. Uh, but... We are all humans of free will. Um, the majority of the listeners to my podcast, I believe, are not currently incarcerated. And so we get to choose what our cage looks like. Now, I will say that we all do tend to live in some sort of cage, and we, but we define it. What does that look like? Where are you sitting right now? What were you doing five minutes before... You hit play to listen to this podcast. What does your cage look like? Who's in it with you? Is there anybody in there with you? Or are you in a single room with two bottles? Do you have a social network? Do you have a place that you can go and distract yourself? 
that you can take care of your body or your soul or your mind so that you don't need to suck on the heroin-laced water? Do you have that place available to you? Because if you don't, you're going to overdose and you're going to die. That's a fact. Now, it may not be on drugs. And it may not be a literal death. But I mentioned at the beginning, analysis paralysis. I'd really love to get to the next level, but, you know, it's just I don't have anybody around me that really understands that. Uh, Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I don't have any support network to help push me forward. Mm, This isn't for me. I'm just going to go get a job. There's nothing wrong with having a job, by the way. It's just a different cage. That cage has less options. And if you like that cage, if you're happy with that cage, go live in it. That's okay. But if you're not happy with it, I want to share with you that you have an advantage over the rats from the 70s. Because you can walk out of your cage at any moment. And you can find a new one. And you can build your own cage. An advantage even the Rat Park residents did not have. You can literally build your own cage. And it can be in whatever image that you want. It can contain however many people you want. Activities, pastimes, hobbies. What is your cage? I want you to really think about that as you take an inventory of what's around you right now. And what is your heroine? What is that thing that you go to to avoid the isolation? To avoid the fact that there are no other choices. There are no other people to be around. I'm so isolated. There's nothing else to do. I'm just going to keep doing this. What is your heroin? What are you a junkie for? What are you addicted to that's slowly killing you? Think about that thing that you keep doing or saying or putting off that is slowly melting your brain. Because that slowly part's going to go away soon, and it's going to be quickly melting your brain. And if it doesn't physically kill you, it will mentally and emotionally kill you. So let this be your wake-up call. We all live in a cage. But we get to choose what that cage is made of. What is your cage made of? Who's in it? What are they doing to serve you? How is your cage serving your life, your happiness, your success in your career or as an entrepreneur, your ability to manage a family or be a part of it, your strength to be present in a relationship, to show up for your kids or your significant other? Or are you letting some, something drag you down? Are you going and lapping up that water that helps you escape reality and not face what's right in front of you? Let me challenge you to change that today. Now go do something. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. 
now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go do something already. See you next time.